And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Welcome to the Rainbow Skyline Podcast on The Athletic. Nice pass, Jokic! That's in my house. And I told him, listen, if you see me around Denver, Colorado, anywhere, it's all about the Nuggets right now. Rainbow. The Rainbow. <laughs> Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Rainbow Skyline Podcast. I'm Dave DeFore, joined as I am always by Kendra Andrews. Kendra, uh, you enjoying your free time? I am. I've gotten a lot of sleep. It's pretty, it's pretty <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's tough to do uh, when you've got to do all the work to cover the, the nuggets. I mean, good grief. The crazy run that they went on in the playoffs, you know, coming back 3-1, twice making the conference finals. Uh, but it's the NBA, which means we're constantly thinking about the offseason. And the Nuggets actually have a very interesting offseason coming up. Uh, they they have a few guys who are going to be free agents. Obviously, Paul Millsap, his contract is expiring, and, and we don't expect him to make the same money. But to me, the the main decision they have to make this offseason is Jeremy Grant. Um, we saw in the playoffs his value. He was fantastic for this team. He he was the sort of missing piece for them all year, and, and he turned into this guy in the playoffs. Absolutely. I mean, when the Nuggets signed Jeremy over a year ago at this point, what they said that they loved about him was his versatility, um, you know, what he can do on offense, defense, he can play the four, he can play the five. He can really just give this team a lot. And we definitely saw that in the playoffs. He kept them alive so much. And yeah, you know, he has a player option waiting for him, which he is going to turn down because it's only, for, you know, nine, I think, 9.3, I think it was. or so. It was 9.3 million, yeah. Way too low, pretty much, for what he brought to this team. And I think that that's going to be – that has to be the number one priority for Tim Connolly and Calvin Booth because they're looking for this team to take the next step. And, and Jeremy Grant, I believe, is going to be a really big part, especially when you look at the group of guys that they already have. You know, Whether they want to go out and get someone else, that's also a possibility. But when you're looking at the core group of guys, Jeremy Grant has cemented himself as a core player for this team. And his age works out for, mm-hmm. for your group as well. You know, he's only 26 years old. He's right in line with with the competitive window of this team. To me, it's a no-brainer. I, I don't know if it's a no-brainer max because I've seen that thrown out there and mm-hmm. I, I don't know that you go that far. But certainly, you know, you've got the you've got the cap well, you've got the space under the tax to be able to sign him to a really good contract. But I, I think whatever you sign him to if it's if it's less than 20 million it's a win you know they've they've needed desperately a two-way wing and we got to see him uh, unleashed to a certain degree I, I don't think he's a four and I I don't like when when he plays backup center <laughs> but 
I mean, where do you find a wing that can defend like that and produce the way he did in the playoffs offensively? Absolutely. And, and his size, too, is something that the Nuggets really needed. Because when you look at the other two-way players that they have, mainly Gary Harris, I think Will Burton can kind of fall into that category of two-way. They're small, you know, but having a big two-way player like Jeremy Grant is super advantageous for the Nuggets. You look at a guy, I mean, if you're going to compare him to another player on the team, it's in terms of role, it's a guy like Paul Millsap. And you mentioned Jeremy Grant's age, and that is a big advantage to have over, no disrespect to Paul Millsap. But I mean, youth is important in this league, and just those 10-year difference between those two players means a lot. I feel personally attacked right now. I'm just just gonna go ahead <laughs> well, okay. and say that. Just I mean, I will have to say a quick tangent, not really a tangent, but the fact that 35, 36 is old in sports is kind of crazy. And it's like, I don't know, that's just really, really weird. I, I can <laughs> confirm though, athletically, like 35, 36 is pretty old. Right. Like, well, it, yeah, but when you're talking about apart. like, man, he's really come to the end of his career at 35, you're like, wow. <laughs> I don't know, retirement at 35 seems awesome, but but nice. you're right. He does he does fit the timeline better. And with that being said, they may be able to get Paul back mm-hmm. on a team friendly deal. You know, he was he was not the Paul Millsap that that we think of when we think of Paul Millsap, and especially in the bubble. I mean, it was it was not good at times, but he still provided a lot for them. I thought on the defensive end. And in particular, when he got those those minutes as the backup center, and, and I'm not saying you want to have him as your all time backup center, but I think Paul Millsap, you know, it, it, on a good contract, he could potentially be the starter for this team when the season starts up in a few months, and then you know maybe you're you're trying to figure things out. Maybe Michael Porter can get in there. You know, maybe you know Michael Porter and Jeremy Grant, and you know you figure something out. Like Will Barton's going to be back. Hopefully they've got options and it doesn't necessarily mean they have to move on from Millsap, but they absolutely have to re-sign Jeremy Grant. Totally. I mean, I think, you know, Paul Millsap obviously was not great in the bubble, but you have to remember the regular season before that big break as he was playing really well. I think he had like a career high percentage in three pointers or something like that. And he really was an important piece to this team, but I completely agree with you. He can't make 30 million again, which is what he was making this year. He's going to have to take way less than that. I think for him, he needs to look at the prospects he may or may not have and say, at this point in my career, am I going to get a better deal than playing with this up and coming Denver Nuggets team? If I want to win a championship before I retire, probably his best bet is to stay in Denver, make a little less money, but be part of a team that is really, really looking to contend next year. And like you said, I mean, when you're bringing in all of with Jeremy Grant, who they need to keep, as you said, then you have Michael Porter, as you said, you've all Will Barton, all these other guys it just opens up so many options for the Nuggets that something that they, you know, really hung their hat on and was proud of this season is their depth. So why would you want to get rid of that and start doing a bunch of crazy things when that did work from you and your work for you and you're just missing a couple, a couple key things now. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone. 
Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. You mentioned Jeremy Grant and, and having that positional size and the advantage that it brings. Gary Harris is a small two guard. No, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. And I think that they could use a little bit more size because Jamal Murray is not really that big. I mean, he he clearly put on some size during the hiatus and, and some strength. We saw that in the bubble. And I thought his defense held up really, really well. But if Gary Harris can't give you the offense that he used to be able to give you, which we don't know, that's up in the air, he needs to be able to defend bigger players. I mean, you've got to be able to throw him on the the team's the opposing team's best wing player. Jeremy Grant can be that guy depending on the on the matchup, but I think Gary Harris just the size disadvantage that he's often at is a bit of a hindrance for them because of Jamal. Yeah, and I I mean you look around the league at a lot of the guards, especially shooting guards and two guards that are in this league and they're getting a lot bigger. You know, I think they're guys who are six, five, six, six, maybe even six, seven, sometimes depending on the team. And so, yeah, it definitely is bad. I think that's something that they really liked. And PJ Dozier is that he is six, 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 seven. You know, I'm not going to say that PJ's defense is that of Gary Harris's defense, but he has the potential to, be that guy. So that's another guy, you know, you look at his, he's not up for his contracts, not ending this year, but next year, that's something that you're, you're going to really want to be, be looking at. But, you know, yeah, in terms of bringing people in to help this team now, getting more size in the backcourt is really big because then you even look at their backup guards and they're really small too. You know, Monte Morris, he is a point guard, but he's not very big either. Um, and, you know, Will Barton isn't even – he's like a three. He's not even actually a guard. It's So it's it's definitely – that's an area that they are lacking for sure. The the Mason Plumley era is likely over in Denver uh, with the expiration of his contract. I wonder – and, you know, you said this before we started recording. Maybe they bring him back on, on, a, on a cheaper deal. There are things that he does that are hard to replicate for a lot of bigs. His passing in those second units is underrated, even by me, because I still focus on the odd two-handed layups <laughs> and the fact that he's a human foul machine, right? Like those things stick out in my mind more. But offensively, he does a lot of important stuff. The two-man game stuff with Monty Morris, him and Michael Porter seem to have pretty good chemistry on the court. You know – I don't think anyone comes to mind 
that will be on the market that can replace him and what he does. But maybe they go with a defensive upgrade. I, I'm not sure where they're leaning. Yeah, I mean, I think something that they really like in Mason Plumley, especially the way that, like what you said, that relationship that he has with Monte Morris on the court, is it's almost like their backup Nicola and Jamal because their dynamic is very similar. You know, Nikola Jokic is obviously one of the best, if not the best, passing centers in the league. Mason Plumley. He can he can pass the ball. I'm not going to say he's of that caliber at all. Yeah, yeah, but he's but really he, good. But he's a really good big passer, and I think that that's something that they really like because then the the transitions between them, between Monte and Jamal, whether it's Nicole on the floor or Mason, is it's easier to play because it's practically the same style. Um, but yeah, I mean, what you said about defense makes sense. I think especially in that Lakers series, we really. And the Lakers have insane size. We all know that. And it's hard to get, it's going to be hard to get so many talented big guys on one team. But I mean, that was an area that the Nuggets had trouble stopping all of those big guys. So it could be really good for them to get a backup center who is more defensively minded because you mentioned before how Paul Millsap has played well as a backup center at some points, or maybe the backup to the backup center. So if you keep Paul Millsap for a cheaper deal, knowing that he can come in as a backup center to provide offense, it might make more sense for them to invest in a true center who is better on defense. Because also, as talented as Nikola Jokic is, his defense is not his his thing. And we know Coach Malone it, like is going to sub him out at end of games for a defensive mm-hmm. sub. And I'm sorry, but Mason Plumley is not a defensive sub. Exactly. Backup bigs, uh, they're like uh, backup running backs in the NFL. You know, like you can find them; they're out there. I mean, they exist, and they're not expensive. So, I mean, I, I thought that that contract, in hindsight, obviously was an overpay. But I thought at the time it was an overpay. It was like a weird, kind of a weird deal to pay your backup center thirteen million dollars a year. Yeah. I mean, I think so. I, I agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what are the expectations, right? Like, I, I think that from talking to Tim Connolly last week, I get the feeling that they've been given the green light to go, right? Like, the time is now, the future is now. Jamal, like, we always talk about, oh, what's the championship window, which we even just said, right? But the championship window is open for mm-hmm. this team. And, and I know that sounds crazy because, you know, we watch them get overmatched by the Lakers, but they were in the conference finals. They were a game away from the conference finals last year. Like this is a team that clearly is poised to compete. You can't just blame it on the bubble because they did it last year. And I I think, I think that this team going into the off season should get meetings with any available free agent. They're not a lot of top tier free agents. Let's be honest, but they should be able to call up just about anybody. And I wonder if, they don't have a bit of a splashy move to make. And maybe this is a team that doesn't want to pay the tax anyway. Maybe they wouldn't mind being hard kept. Maybe they wind up in a sign and trade situation with someone. I mean, I've made, I've been making the joke all season long that Anthony Davis should go to the nuggets, right? It would be the <laughs> you're, greatest you're team really in basketball. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it, I also, I, it's the tease Lakers fans, but the truth is this is a team that should be getting meetings with they're not getting a meeting with Anthony Davis, but with guys like Anthony Davis. I mean, I, I can't look at many teams throughout the league that have a better core than this, but also they've got a great – their role players are fantastic. 
Monte Morris is only making $1.6 million next year, which tells you so much about how this team is built. Uh, Jamal Murray is entering the first year of his extension. Uh, Jokic is in the second year of his extension. So they've got the next three or four years with these guys under contract. They know where they're going to be. You know what your your floor is when you've got Jamal and, and Jokic. You're a playoff team. That's your floor. Probably a top five playoff team. And so if you could add one more, not even just solid piece, because I'll say Jeremy Grant's a solid piece mm-hmm. and they're going to keep him. But if you could add one more player slightly above Jeremy Grant's status, maybe you know on the wing, I don't know who that guy is. Maybe it's you're making a trade and you're trying to get Bradley Beal. Mm-hmm. Bradley Beal looked pretty good next to Jamal and Jokic. I completely agree. I mean, first off, I think that this is – the most important offseason the Nuggets have had in ever. Yeah, ever. I was gonna say in like ever ions. <laughs> like, you know, like since since Billups and, and Carmelo Anthony were there. Right. Since two thousand nine, really, which Nine. is the last time they made it to the Western Conference Finals and they were in the same position of trying to take to that next level. This is extremely important for them. And I completely agree with you. I think what they did and where they're at does make them a much more attractive place for free agents to land. Now, do I think that it's going to be the superstars calling them up saying, I want to come to Denver? No, not right now necessarily. But I do think like you mentioned Bradley Beal, I think that those guys who have always been right there and now their teams are kind of tinkering and they're Mm -hmm. really not getting anywhere as they thought they would, they will be looking for a place to land that is right there. And I think the Nuggets are one of those teams. It's not, you're not just jumping in where all the superstars have gone. So now you're going to be kind of, I don't want to say lost in the shuffle, but taking a backseat to those things. You would really be a part of making this team a finals contender. I think what Jamal Murray did against the Jazz with his two 50-point games, I think that probably really upped the stock of the Nuggets as, okay, here is a guy who is becoming an elite point guard. Obviously, Nikola Jokic, you have Michael Porter Jr. who's on the rise. It's a place for those those Bradley Beal-level players to say they are right there, and I, I do fill that need. We're going to take a quick break, and then we'll be right back. You know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shay Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f-ing best. Each week, Shay Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture themed trophies for six basketball related activities. Trophies like the Dominic. Dominic Toretto, I live my life a quarter mile at a time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina Wine Mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. As a as a team that is not like a marquee free agent destination, I wonder like 
Maybe they take a flyer on a guy like Kelly Oubre, who would fit perfectly here. Uh, you know, you, you get Kelly Oubre, he, he's going to be an expiring contract next year. And if it works out, you resign him. And if he doesn't, oh, oh well, you, you kind of follow the Toronto Raptors blueprint for their championship, where they traded for Kawhi, hope that he stays, but they got a championship out of the deal because they had that level of player. And not that... Kelly Oubre is Kawhi Leonard, but there are options out there for a team like this. They have assets to meet. Michael Porter Jr. is a great trade piece. I mean, clearly he we know he can score, and I think he's going to be a really good player, but at this point in his career, the defense is so bad that maybe he's on the table. You know, I mean, if you could get Bradley Beal, uh, Michael Porter can go, right? And, and I'm not saying that this is what they're going to do, but just <laughs> having the thought exercise. They have options. They have assets. They clearly have two franchise cornerstone players. I mean, Jamal Murray and Nikola Jokic are legitimate top 25 players. Jokic, to me, is a, a top-tier player. I think mm -hmm. he can be the, the best player on a championship team right now. And uh, certainly there we could pick holes in his game, but nobody's got a perfect basketball game, not even LeBron James. I mean, he mm -hmm. guy struggles with free throws. So uh, they do have options. I, I, I really would – as much as I love what they've built and the way that they've built it, it would be interesting to see what happens if this team were to push some chips into the table and take a swing on a guy like Bradley Beal. I don't know that they have enough to get him. Yeah. Other people have a lot, but it would be interesting. It would be interesting. I am, you know, something that we had a exit interview with Calvin Booth, the GM and Tim Colley, the president of operations last, last week. And something that both of them said is how much they really want to bring as many guys back from this team as possible. And so I kind of foresee them not, they're not going to shake the world right now in their, in this off season. I think, I think that, you know, they're going to try and get, you know, another, another key player who could really change things. But at least for this off season, next off season might be different, but at least with this off season, I just don't see them, going absolutely crazy. Maybe if next season they have a letdown, they don't make it back. I, Cause I think now the standard for them is at least the conference finals and be competitive in the conference finals. So if they don't make it to that point, maybe then they kind of, yeah, mention Michael Porter Jr. as a trade option. They say, maybe we need, let's get rid of, of Gary Harris. Maybe then that's when those conversations are actually really considered. But from what I have from what they've said and how I've interpreted it, it's they need to resign Jeremy Grant and they're going to do everything that they can to, whether that means they lose Mason Plumley in that. Okay. That's not going to be the end of the world for them. They'll probably be willing to let that go and then bring in another person to try and help with that, you know, the wing and, and, and shooting and defense, but it's not going to be, I don't expect any like jaw dropping moves from the Nuggets this offseason. I don't expect them to make a big move either. Uh, here's the thing: I, I think that the the number one priority is getting Jeremy Grant back in the fold. I, I think that you know that should be the day one free agency move that they make. Is and I'm sure that they're already talking. Um, I think it's legal. I'm not sure. <laughs> there are no rules in the bubble. No. Who cares? Yeah. Uh, okay, well, that's going to do it for this week. Uh, Kendra and I will be back next week to, uh, I think we might hand out some bubble grades or something. I'm going to see if I can't coax 
one of my nerder partners to come on the show and uh, we'll talk over how these guys played in the bubble. Uh, for Kendra, I'm Dave. Uh, shout out to Cam Molina, who's been doing a great job producing the show for us. And we'll be back next week with more Rainbow Skyline. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.